welcome into the program from Iowa State's 247 Sports, Nick Olson. Nick, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great today, guys. How are you doing today? Terrific. We appreciate the time. Tell us about the vibe. Tell us what it feels like around Ames right now. Here's a basketball team that won two games a year ago, and today they are preparing for the Sweet 16. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Honestly, there's there's about as big of a buzz as I've seen or really been around in any team I've kind of covered. I mean, these fans, they expected, you know, to kind of have some type of turnaround, but they didn't really expect this. And after a very successful weekend in Milwaukee, there's now a winnable game to potentially get to the Elite Eight after obviously just winning two games last season. And the job that, you know, these players that have come together and obviously Coach Otzelberger and the staff have done is, Pretty remarkable, to say the least. How how did the Cyclones get to this point? I mean, was it just pure coaching? Was it transfers? What happened? Yeah, honestly, it was about a 50-50 split. I think that Coach T.J. Otzelberger is kind of the perfect man for this job. He's got a great passion for Iowa State and their basketball program, but they needed to land some transfers, and they did. Isaiah Brockington has been a star this year. Gabe Kelscher had one of the best games of his life at Wisconsin. It was huge that they kept freshman point guard Tyrese Hunter as a recruit for them. And things have really just come together. I mean, they've even kind of described themselves as a group that, you know, maybe didn't fit in at other places. They were certainly counted out. They even talked about that this weekend. But they dug into this defensive, tough mentality side of the ball, and it just helped them knock off two probably much more talented teams in Milwaukee. And and like I said, I mean, the journey keeps rolling, and now they're – one of 16 teams left in the whole nation. How do you think the impact of playing on the road in the Big 12 came into fruition as they knock off Wisconsin in Milwaukee? I think it actually played a really big part, especially to you know kind of play at some of those tougher venues, like in Allen. Obviously, they had that game at Baylor to end the season where they showed some fight. And I think it's, it's interesting that you know when the crowd, especially like a Badgers crowd early on, got loud you know maybe the team turned it over a little bit and it it took a a little while to kind of dive in but then they got settled you could see some of the leaders like Brockington and Kalsher just kind of doing this motion with their hands calm down you know we've got this and it didn't take long for them to kind of settle into their defense and obviously that proved to be enough against a Badgers team that has you know multiple stars plus essentially playing a home game in Wisconsin it was it was pretty remarkable, and, and now they've got a game where Iowa State's going to have many more fans likely than their opponent this week in Chicago. Would it be fair to say the, the M.O. of this team has been about defense? Uh, they've been erratic, I guess maybe fair to say, offensively, but they've certainly been very good defensively consistently throughout the year. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair to say. And, you know, Coach Otzelberger even talked about this weekend how they won't shy away from that. They've had their struggles on offense. They're not going to necessarily outshoot you. They don't have a ton of offensive firepower or prowess. But he even said, you know, we're not going to apologize how we have to win, right? They admit that they generally have to, you know, kind of quote-unquote muck or ugly up the game. But they force enough turnovers, and they've got enough guys that aren't afraid to be physical, potentially – take fouls, draw charges, and, and, you know, clearly it's been really successful for them even when it looked like they were really going to kind of bottom out in the tough conference we talked about last week that is the Big 12. Do the Cyclones have enough left in the tank to make a run here? I absolutely think they do. I mean, it's another matchup where the other team in Miami is likely going to be 
a little more talented, you know, especially at, at guard. They've got a lot of scoring ability, but not necessarily a ton of physicality that's going to overwhelm you. I think that the matchup actually works out pretty well because the Cyclones' top three on-ball defenders are at kind of that guard-forward hybrid position. They'll have some rest. I've really been impressed with Coach Otzelberger's scouting so far as well. I mean, that Wisconsin game plan was nearly perfect, making things tough on Johnny Davis and Brad Davison. And like I said, I expect about a 75-80%, you know, Cyclones-to-Hurricanes fan ratio, which is likely to help this team this coming week. Are y'all noticing any uptick in, in recruiting or interest in, in guys wanting to come play for Osselberger and, and with the success that they put together this season? Yeah, from some guys that I've talked to, you know, they obviously haven't necessarily committed yet, but they always seem to be noting this run. And a couple big targets are actually from Wisconsin and some buzz that I got over the weekend. You know, it felt like it really helped not only the Cyclones winning in Wisconsin, but actually winning over you know, the top program generally in the state of Wisconsin in the Badgers. So I think it's helped. And, and there's no question that national recruits have taken notice. Some players that I've actually talked to, you know, from, from a Texas or Illinois, Wisconsin, like I mentioned, they're noting this, this young staff, they've, they've come together and really turned things around 20 more wins than they had last season. And yeah, like I just said, I don't think that this journey's necessarily over yet either. When you when you look at and start preparing for this Miami game, uh, for Iowa State to be successful, do they need it to be in the 50s, do, or do they need this thing to be up in the 70s? I mean, I, I know that we talk about them being a little erratic offensively, but they can get it there if they need to, and they have done it this year. They can, absolutely. I think that ideally, though, they're going to want to look in like the yeah high 50s, maybe low 60s, because Miami just simply has – more firepower. They also have a great coach. I do expect kind of an Isaiah Brockington bounce back game. Uh, Miami's defense is, is not bad, though some metrics may have it that way. But they, they kind of play on a string. They've got good chemistry, but they're not necessarily known for forcing turnovers like Iowa State is. They're not going to, you know, kind of out physical you or anything like that. So I'm expecting, you know, Tyrese Hunter had his breakout game the first game. Kelsher absolutely went off against the Badgers, really took over on both ends. Rockington, who's been their best player, hasn't necessarily played like it in the tournament. I expect a great game for him in Chicago. And if that can come together, I would not be surprised if this team is dancing all the way to the Elite Eight. How much of this team is going to be attacked next season? Like, like what is the, the turnover looking like? Are there any guys here that could take advantage of the super senior opportunity and help? Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. I was I was just thinking about that last night. So you can expect, obviously, Tyrese Hunter back. Caleb Grill will likely be back. Coots. And then some of the big names, like a Kelsher and Brockington. I reported a few weeks ago that, you know, there was something in the works to potentially bring back Brockington. I, I've been told recently it's a little more to, closer to 50-50 on whether he'll be back now. But it's something he was certainly considering. And I would expect Gabe Kelsher back, especially the way this season is kind of going. He loves it here. If he indeed wants to play more college basketball, which he can with this new COVID year structure, that will likely be back with the Cyclones. They've got a really strong freshman class, but you can also expect them to be active in the transfer portal. I would set that number at around three players because I do think a couple of these guys that haven't played as much as they'd like are likely to move on.
Hey, Nick, uh, we appreciate your time today. Uh, what, are you, what are you working on right now for, uh, for 247 Sports? Yeah, it's actually a really busy day. I got a football recruiting update out You know, earlier. I'm actually headed to Pro Day um, in a little bit. So that's going to be going on for the football program. And then we've got a basketball availability, and I'll be making my way to Chicago for the Sweet 16. So it's a really exciting time here at 24-7 Sports, you know, Cyclone Alert. And I'm blessed to kind of be covering and, and get this type of coverage and following. It's really been a great time to be here in Iowa. Hey, Nick, thanks. Appreciate your time, and uh, we, uh, we look forward to visiting with you. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much.